Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Three Minds, One Mic with your girls, Casey, Candace, and Jennifer. Have you ever felt? Are you listening? Damn. I'm excited about today's topic because we are talking about something that I think happens frequently, especially among us as women, but we don't have honest conversation about it. So um, we are talking about the difference between settling and being realistic in relationships. I think it's no secret that people are waiting longer to get married, and like I said, it's worth having this dialogue because a lot of people have unrealistic expectations. Like, they don't keep in mind you're really only going to get generally like 80% out of a relationship that you're in of the things that you want, and then there's going to be 20% that's not so great. But you have to decide within yourself, like, what's the non-negotiable? What are you willing to tolerate? Um, and that will be that 20% that comes up. Yeah, I'm super That's like the 80-20 rule, right? Right, exactly. What, what, it applies what, what, so, in so many What movie was that from? Or is that? Isn't it like was the that like Harvey movie? I, I was going to say Medea. <laughs> It might be. I was, it was on from one of the movies. It, it sounds it like Medea. Harvey. Uh, I don't remember, but what was that? Think like a man. It's either Think like a man or Medea. One of the two. Okay, but anyway. no, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I'm not good with movies and stuff. I just remember seeing it in a movie. Yeah, that's where I got. Yeah, it from. I think it's the Steve Harvey one where he wrote the book of How to Think Like a Man. I feel like it may be from that. Okay. Who knows? Somebody knows. If you know, comment. Thanks. <laughs> yes. Okay. So before we dive into this conversation that I'm, like you, Casey, excited to talk about because we all do this. We all try to figure out, am I being really realistic? Am I settling? You know, not only in relationships, but in your job, you know, family-type situations, a whole bunch of stuff. But, of course, before we get in there, you know, we like to drop these facts. So there was a recent study conducted by the Institute for Family Studies, and it showed that only 46.6% of adults in the U.S. between the ages of 18 and 64 are currently married. And so this is definitely an all-time low when you go and look at the census data in the U.S. Most of the time, I mean, I don't know exactly what the percentage was, but I'm pretty sure between 18 and 64, probably, I would guess 50 to 60% of people were married back in the day. What would y'all say? Yeah. Yeah, probably I mean, like I mean, 50. they had they had to be right. Like women weren't really working like that, or if they were working, they weren't working enough to maintain their own household financially. So yeah, and I remember back in the day, it was it was kind of frowned upon for women to have their own household or live in like a workhouse. Mm -hmm. You know, you stayed at home with your parents. It's like, why was your daughter living by herself? So yeah. yeah. So definitely more than 48%. And so um, in this research, there was also a relation to the new number of marriages and divorces of being related closely to economic um, and other factors. So, of course, you know, money and people losing jobs and getting laid off and stuff moving overseas, that pressure probably definitely affecting if you can first afford a wedding, if you want a wedding, and then, you know, maybe it brings some strains into the relationship and you go down the path of divorce, unfortunately. 
Another interesting fact um, that they stated was that as older generations pass, you know, it kind of takes some traditions with them and some things that we say just kind of happened back in the day. But since we're headed to that age where a lot of older people are passing, um, research is showing that marriage will no longer be an institution that a majority of us adults live in. Um, and most of us maybe just will live with a partner versus marrying somebody. Like Oprah. Instead, man. Yeah. I mean, it <laughs> you ever wondered it why? To well, me. I think, okay, I could be totally making this up, but I'm pretty sure that Oprah said that she never got married because she didn't want to, like, it was like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, even though that's not really why you get married. I get it. Mm-hmm. But she, like, was kind of afraid if it would change their relationship. Oh, yeah. I never Absolutely. understood that when people say that. Well, you know, some people do get married and they're like, Shit changes. I don't know why. Well, because their I expectations think, change, I think. Cause I well, or your I expectations disagree. may change the same and people, like, change what they're doing or what they were doing well, before in, in their opinion, relationship. If you're, There's a if lot of stuff. In my opinion, if it changes to that degree where you're obviously it get divorced, then something was wrong before you got into it. But I think the best relationships of the people that I know that are married Whenever they get married, you know, and they're, like, going through the little honeymoon, like, a few months later, I'm like, oh, so how's married life? And they'd be like, uh, the same. <laughs> and they'd be yeah. like, they'd be like, I mean, it's just like we was boyfriend and girl. Those That's are the so ones funny. who actually have the strongest relationships. It should, like, I remember one of my line sisters got married fresh out of college. I mean, we graduated, and the next week we were in her wedding. And I was like, girl, you know, we were young. I'm like, how's it? How is like being married? You got a husband. She was like, it's the same. We are, you know, the same. I don't know. She's like, it's no different. Um, and they're now married 10 plus years later with three kids and it's still the same, you wow. know? That's yeah. funny. When I, when I got married, so while I was in the planning process, I was talking to Ryan a lot. And I remember after I got married, she was just checking in, like, hey, how's everything going? I was like, everything feels the same. I was like, people keep asking me how's married life, and I just tell them it's the same. I just don't feel guilty for having sex and not being married anymore, <laughs> like, <laughs> from a Christian point of view. And she was like, no, like, that's how that's it how she feel. Like, yeah. So it's almost what I'm hearing is the commitment that you made, I guess, in the wedding just kind of solidified what you already had going on. Yeah, I mean, it just legalizes okay. stuff. Like, you can be on the I same bank account. Me, if somebody dies, much, the other person gets the... Okay, so it's to me, and that's what, to me, I thought marriage was or whatever. Like, it was, of course, bringing a business together because you have your things, I have my lunch, bring it together, see what we can do. But also, for me, I think there's a different level of commitment, and I'm still struggling with this now, I guess, and that's why I'm single. Um, and, if, and it is by choice. Let's not get that wrong. Um, but... For me, it's hard for me to give my all when I'm just your girlfriend because I don't know. But what know about if, if you're a Beyonce? Then okay, then I can start doing a little more. Yeah, because you're showing me that. Then then yes, I think I would be able to. But as a girlfriend, it's kind of like nah. Mm-mm. Why? Like I'm just your mm-hmm. girlfriend. Like I feel like that might be another. That might be another topic for another <laughs> Oh no. Okay. That's a whole. Like I have a lot of thoughts on that. I mean, those are some. Fair point. I'm just, I just feel like we about to go down a dark hole with that. Okay. Yeah, I didn't want to, but yeah, that's just what's going on in my head right now. Like when you're, (laughs) when you guys are saying that, I'm like, so, okay. Anyway, let's make a note. (laughs) Future podcast. As we already discussed a little bit, more couples are marrying later, or like Candace said, they've decided to live with their significant other instead of getting married. 
i.e. Oprah, hey girl. Additionally, the number of never married adults, shout out to me, and that's it, because Candace was married. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, but no, it was not a number. I thought you were like, shout out to me and Candace. Like, Wait, my bad. Just- okay. <laughs> the number of mar- never married adults in the age group rose, and the age group, again, is the 18 to 64, rose from 26% in 1990 to 36% in 2016. Oh, so a 10%. Alone. Well, I mean, I know that because I got a lot of friends that have never been married, like a whole lot, and they're uh, in my age, you know, age group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the study also found that individuals who are under the age of 35 and and those without a college education are more prone to staying unmarried. Okay, so why uh, would the ones without a college education stay unmarried? I, I, I would just think about that. it. Why? Because... And I would think that when you have a college education, like I just know a lot of black women who have not even just a college education, they have doctorates, they have master, they have a whole bunch of degrees, and they're not married. And the ones who I went to high school with who didn't do shit is married to the person that was sitting beside them in math class. That's a good one. Yeah, there's I, still a I lot agree. of people out there that don't have, like, I, I think when they're looking at this, like, look at service industry, look at different types of things, and I also think we're not immersed so much in that um, population to where we really know throughout, like we do with our own, but even just in my job when I'm dealing with the people, and you know, that I can recognize are on that um, level, that they, they aren't married, or it's like they call them their wife, but it's like, no, it's really my girlfriend, you know, and they don't have bank accounts. There's certain things they just don't have that I feel like are a foundation to get married. Like, if I'm a married, I need a, I need a, I need a bank account, I need a car, I need a house, I need these things, and I think they don't I disagree. I don't know. I kind of agree with Jennifer. Like, if I don't have a college degree, I'm like, hmm, I need to get married because my income need to go up a little bit, or not just your income, but like, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to say this without being without Mm -hmm. sounding judgmental. But I'm just gonna say, trying to marry up and trying to marry somebody with a degree on your same level. Yeah, well, well, yeah, it's more like, well, if you're. so stereotypically, if you have a college degree and a good job, you're more settled. So if and you're not in a rush to get married, degree, yeah, like yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean, the I stats are the stats. I just look by my Facebook, but. and my Facebook, a lot of the people who didn't go to college have been married for a gazillion years and got. I mean, they just have been. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, the stats are the stats. So. The stats are the stats. Yeah, that's a very interesting know. stat. I honestly, yeah, it, it is. Might be, it might be different across different racist because it is. I just yeah. I totally yeah. agree, disagree with that when it comes to black women. Oh, it's completely totally flipped do. for us. But yeah, I'm looking at the yeah. entire U.S. You know, think about how many people just don't go to college, the percentage yeah. of people, you know, and there's more we, than, so obviously there's, you know, we're going to see. Yeah, and I mean, with all data, you know, we'd have to look at the demographics, but that is right. interesting, though. That yeah, now in our community, I will agree probably when it comes to black <laughs> females, yeah, there's a lot of us out here that are college educated that aren't married, you know? I, I'll, okay. I'll get that for our race. I, I know. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, we all have a ton of friends like that. We should also look at whether you can really expect someone to bring something to the table that you don't. So, I mean, like, there are the basics, like a place to stay, a job, a car, like food on the table, stuff like that, taking care of kids if that's applicable. Um, but, I mean, there are also more 
I was going to say more important. Well, I well maybe maybe it's not more important. I kind of more, more important, but I don't know. Maybe not to live and breathe. Right. Uh, for you ain't got no job, talk. but you can communicate. <laughs> no. no. Okay, you're right. You're right. So there are other things that are important in a relationship, like someone's ability to communicate, to remain faithful. One example I have is that I feel like you're being realistic if someone can engage in compromise, but you might be settling if you're always making the sacrifices. So I'm not saying like, oh, if you're in a relationship and you're not getting your way all the time, you need to leave. That's not what compromise is. Compromise is basically people bending a little bit. Reminds me of deference, the respectful yielding of one's own wills and wishes to the wills and wishes of others. Where what was that from? I don't remember that shit. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Something we learned in Delta. But anyway, that's what I was guessing now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that's just what it reminds me of. But if like you're always the one making sacrifices, you're definitely settling because at some point there should be and some compromise. You're gonna be resentful. Like, Very much so. Yeah, the Especially in the beginning Very of a relationship, so. you'll be so willing to compromise or sacrifice. Like, it's just like the honeymoon stage. It's like, I'll do anything for this person. That resentment will build up on you. Yep. And yeah. you can't, it's yeah. hard to come back from that. Yeah. Yeah, because that's when you and start I, doing stuff. I mean, and I people, <laughs> but people don't realize that you set a precedent up front. Like, if you keep bending and bending and bending and then – you know, before you know it, you've been, like, in 20 different situations, and that person going forward is going to expect you to always bend. Like, you – I think that's one of the – and I feel like we're blending topics here, but I feel like that's one of the common misconceptions in marriage. And so to to one of y'all's point about things changing after marriage, sometimes people, like, do switch it up. So, like, if you were compromising year after year of your relationship, don't expect to come into a marriage – holding your ground, not saying you shouldn't, but don't expect to come in and not have a fight because the whole relationship, you've been compromising. Right. It wouldn't be an easy transition to that because obviously the other person has learned how you are. They've seen this. And now I'm realizing that people do a lot of testy stuff in the beginning of relationships, which to me is crazy because I'm like, I'm out of school. But, you know, people, they're testing things. They're trying to see, I guess, what they can get away with. Um, And like you said, if they see you keep bending, 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 don't expect it really to change. And then you have to realize, okay, what am I sacrificing if I keep doing this? What do I right. need to let go of in this relationship? And then that's, I think that's what we're trying to say. If you start to see yourself doing this, or if this is you, or if this has been you, you know, recognize those triggers, recognize what was ca- you know, causing it, because obviously you can't bring that into your next you know, situation or relationship or anything. Right. And I feel like the first step would be to own it. So, like, sit down, have a mm-hmm. conversation, and be like, you know, look, I know in the past I've, you know, set this precedent that I would be compromising, and there are times where I didn't want to, and I did, and I apologize that I did that up front, but it's a new day, and I listened to the Three Minds One Mike podcast, and they told me, no, I'm just joking, don't say all that. <laughs> I was like, what? Go ahead. No, don't say that. But, but, but seriously, like, sit down, own it, but then let them know that things need to change because it's not feeling good for you. It's not putting you in a good place in the relationship. You do not, oh, my Lord. I have so many female friends who are moms of, like, two, three kids, and their marriage is in the worst or relationship is in the mm-hmm. worst place ever because they have just compromised everything. But everything. I'll talk more about that under another point that I want to make. But anyway, go ahead. Somebody else. So 
another reason that you're being realistic versus settling is you're being realistic if you're letting go of what the younger you wanted, but you're settling if you're letting go of what the future you want. Okay, so let's break this down. So young person out there wants to marry a famous person, astronaut, rocket scientist, okay. <laughs> Grow up and you don't meet that person, no big deal. Um, you want to marry someone who's tall, dark, and handsome and, um, you know, drives the fanciest car you could think of, and that's your younger self. Those are not very big deal if you have to let go of those or actually we come to your senses and know that that's not really reality on the other hand um you're probably settling if picking that person means you're letting go of what you want for your future self so prime example to me is at this age you know people who are out here dating may um meet someone who already has children and Maybe that person doesn't, you know, my friend, for example, doesn't have children. So she's like, well, do they want children? And let's say they don't. Okay, well, this is your astronaut, tall, dark, and handsome man. Do you settle for that and give up what you want, which is children, because that person already has children they don't want anymore? To me, that would be settling because that is something that you want and that's something you want now in the future or whenever, and if you – give that up, you are settling. But on the flip side, let's say you meet a man who, you know, let's say they have a, a regular job making minimum wage, they can support themselves, they have a car, you know, whatever, and they don't have kids and they want kids, are you settling because that's not your tall, dark, and handsome astronaut? Right. But I guess it depends on how kids. you want to see your life. It depends on what is your main goal. Like, is kid, it's like, I think y'all call it your, what is that, your deal breakers. I think that would just be like a deal breaker, you know? Like, I, I really yeah. do. I think some other well, things, it may not be a deal breaker like kids, you know? It might be like, oh, he's tall, dark, and handsome, but he works at NASA, but he's not an astronaut. Okay. You know, that may be more of that compromise versus, like, kids. I know that's a big deal for people, you well, know? And then it's also, like, do I want to be with this other person? He may have everything else, but you're also still missing something else. It's kind of like, what's your biggest sacrifice? That's 20%. Yep. And you have to – and I think this changes. I think as you grow in life, those right. things change. For example, I'm 34. At 24 – I would. I honestly feel like it would have been settling if I were to be with someone with kids, because I'm a 24 year old. I don't have no kids. I'm young. At 34, I do need to be more open to that possibility because we're at a different age in our life, where a lot of people already have kids. They've or they've already been married and now they're divorced. Maybe I want to be somebody's first wife and not their second. I might have mm. to let those things go, and that doesn't necessarily mean I'm settling. I am transfer, transferring into a different part of my life, just like someone who is basically in their midlife, you know, upper 40s, early 50s, and they get divorced. That's like them trying to say, I don't want to date nobody who's been married or got no kids. Well, you're 50. You're not going to find yeah. them. Right, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. As your demographic changes, you have to adjust. You yeah, know, you right. have to adjust. Cool that it is. And then the ones that don't, you see changes. them who are 50 in the club still trying to get the 20-year-old. You're like, why are you in here, weird guy? But... <laughs> <laughs> but 
<laughs> and then on the flip side, if credit score matters to you, if you're like, you know, I don't want to marry anybody that has a horrible credit score because I'm trying to get my credit stuff together, I'm finally getting it together, someone like that could mess it up for me, then I think that that's fair because that's ref I'm referring to, like, what your future self wants. Like, if your future self is debt-free or has and a credit score. live together like Oprah. And, uh, uh, right. <laughs> and you don't have to join accounts. You can file your taxes, you know, sing, like married but single. No. Well, but if you get married, you're still tied to that person's credit. You're, yeah, you're tied. There's things you can do. I, I've researched that before. So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it all becomes, you know, I remember – uh, not too long ago, I was in my 30s. I just don't remember exactly what age. I had decided, you know, I was dating, but I wasn't seriously, like I hadn't found anybody serious. And I was like, you know, I'm going to be open to all kinds of things. Two, three kids, mm. semi doesn't have a job. Two, I didn't care. I felt like I was I being two, open. Three, three. I, I felt like I was being realistic, right? Because okay. honestly, it's hard out here dating in your 30s. We talked about that on one of our other episodes, you know. You're right. So I thought I was being realistic. That's some bullshit. I was settling. Like, that, and one of my friends, she, like, so called me out at a dinner, and I was so offended. Because I think oh. I had wrote a Facebook message, like, how I'm being open to things that I wasn't, you know, before I wanted someone who had two degrees, uh, with professional, you know, a doctor, I don't know. And now I'm just being open to all these things. She was like, I saw your Facebook message, and that's some bullshit. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. She yeah. was like, you're lying. She was like, that, that don't even sound right. I was like, no, for real. You know, I'm Girl, you know my life. now, <laughs> and I'm, I'm more open. And she called me out, and I was, I was so adamant. Like, no, I'm for real. Girl, about a year later, I was like, that was some bullshit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, you tried to taste the water. He's like, no, I'm good. I'm yeah, no, that's some settling bullshit too much, and I'm not doing that. And, you know, I don't really have many requirements in my mind, and I think I'm realistic. I feel like at this age especially, you should be able to support yourself. Live on your mm -hmm. own. Pay your own bills. If you have a kid or two, fine, as long as you take care of them. You're not back child support thousands of dollars, and you're not, no. Right. If you're able to take care of your kids, take care of yourself, and support yourself, that's all I need. That's really all I need. Yeah, that wouldn't be settling. That would be acceptance. <laughs> and that's realistic at this age. Like, it is, at this yeah, age, I mean, you should be, like, you should have, have one kid. I'm like, oh, that's one? Okay. Yeah, yeah. like, that's a, that's like, that's oh, a winner yeah. right there. Right. <laughs> you like, oh, one. you have a house and a job and you take care of your, oh, hold on a second. Like, and then I'm like, what's wrong with you? Especially if you talk to them and then, like, oh, I got my kid this weekend. I'm like, and you hang out with them, like. I appreciate that because to me, you're showing me the character of the person. Well, you got, I'm not up with all the lingo terms, okay? Maybe I guess. hang out with them. Okay, you get your child on your designated weekends. Is that better? I don't, I don't know. Just sound okay. like, I don't you know. know. The kid is the homie or something. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. like Maybe you had a dad, job. Like a, Maybe like a dad babysitting their kid or something. Like, no. That's not and I, like, I know one of my friends who's <laughs> I got you, newly, I got you. one of my friends is newly dating a guy. And he has a child who's older because I think he had her young. And she's like, I wonder if he want more kids. And I said, girl, you know good and well you want kids. Like, that's, that's a deal breaker for you. Ask him. Like, that is not something. I said, like, you don't have to literally be like, hey, I'm calling to ask you, do you have kids? But you can make it come up in conversation. I said, there's no reason of getting hooked on somebody 
liking them, develop feelings for them, only for them to say, oh, I never, I don't want any more kids. Oh, yeah. We talked right. about that early in our relationship. I would say in the first three months, we were talking about credit scores, really? goals, Girl, kids. that credit score scares because, me. Because, well, mm. But I, I would rather know three months than six months in because then no, I'm going to start agree, compromising. I can ask all those questions except the credit score. Right. Uh, you, I'll be over like, here, I'm, like, I'm not expecting it to be strong. I just be like, my credit score is an 810, and I just watch their reaction. They just, just like, big eyes, like, oh, I shit. I just ask, what's, what's your credit score? Like, you don't have to give me a number, but is it give in me the a color. lower red, range? green, Do yellow? Do you think you're around on par with the average? Girl, you upper, just have to say something about credit score and watch their face. And you pretty know. much. Pretty much. Well, you most, know. I mean, most guys I've ever dated, they Girl, were honest it. about it. Y'all yeah, young. Y'all young. Oh, like, uh, well, uh, it's, right. it's bad. Really? I know dudes yeah, in their like, 40s that don't have like, a credit card, and I'm like, why don't you have a credit card? They would be like, yeah, it's, it's not the best, but I'm working on it. And then they'll tell me what they're doing to work on it because you're not going to just tell me you're working on it. I need to know oh, what well, you're doing. Oh, that's good. I just hear, oh, no, nah, shit bad. Moving oh, on. dang. Yeah. I'm, and yeah, I what even, I've noticed I is people that have ask, a good one like to brag on it, especially guys that are, oh, man, my credit's good. And da, 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 da. I'm like, I see well, what I this one is here. I, I, I never met that, that kind of guy. I guess I position it because they I position like, oh, it with that it's a deal breaker for me and that I just kind of want to clear the air. I don't know. Well, you well, well, that's your you know, non-negotiable. You're like, yeah, lucky I mean, you know that Chris got good credit. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, <laughs> since that was a non- it's not a non-negotiable for me. I kind of really? want to know what the hell is on there because are we talking about tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands? Or are we talking about a couple of thousands? Like, I need to know that. Right. Because, I mean, that's yeah. how easy we can get it cleared up, you know? Oh, that's another question. Debt. Well, how much debt are you in? Because I'm not bringing no debt to the table, so... So they mm. can't either? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that because that's not real. Uh, going back to the realistic, that's not realistic. Most, But if you have, like, student, if you have education-based debt, understandable. But if you out here with education-based debt and credit cards that you it's had, like 10 credit yeah. cards you had in college, that's a turn-off to me. Yeah. yeah. No. A headache. You're just like, I don't even want to deal with it. We can't yeah. even do anything. You have to pay so much to your creditors right now. Like, I can't right. even go on vacation or ask you about it because you know you're trying to pay it right. off. Right. Or good. if you Thanks. die, they're going to be calling me about it. That's so why you keep that oh, separate no. account. Yeah, no. I'm the, But that life insurance on them? Right. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Realistic. Realistic. You're being realistic if you can be open and honest with your friends and family about your relationship problems, and you're settling if you're being secretive or ashamed. Has anybody done that? I've done that. Well, that's all the – and to clarify, it's not you should be able to tell your friends and family your relationship problems, like go blabbing. No, just time events. Yes, I have dated whole people for whole years, and my – my parents would if you said if you said their name they'd be like who the fuck is that they wouldn't know who the hell it was because mm-hmm. i've never even mentioned their name forget oh i'm seeing someone we're going on this trip we're doing, they wouldn't even know their name and that's because i was secret and ashamed mm. <laughs> so forget about the problems i wouldn't tell them anything i would she tell said them you don't even get a name you don't even get a blur if you see me in the streets i'm going the way like, i gotta my go my daddy's here told my mama I met somebody this was like I was like 31 maybe I was like I met someone like he's got two kids and she was like oh no you can do bad all by yourself (laughs) I I never said anything (laughs) about him again I was like okay 
You're like, no, nah, I'm good. And she didn't even <laughs> yeah. know all that was going on. Oh, gosh. She didn't say nothing. Like, she didn't, I mean, I didn't get to say anything about maybe he was previously married. Maybe, like, nothing. She was like, no, nah, I don't mm-hmm. know else. I was like, okay. I don't, I don't think I've ever dated anybody that I didn't talk. Now, here's the thing. If Girl, I'm just getting to know somebody and we're just dating, I'm not telling my family and friends because it's not that serious. Like, if I told them every guy I ever, like, was getting to know, they'd be like, dang, you get around. No, I have You can't do all that. Yeah, because I'm like a social butterfly. It's nothing for me to meet a guy, us exchange number. Back in the day. Back in the day. It would be back in the day dating. Let me tell you that real quick. I miss it. My God. I don't. Ew. Oh, I miss it. Oh, look, I, mean, I hate all this social crap. I hate well, social dating, period. Like, secret is. I don't think. Oh, I have. I'm trying to think. Well, I think it's more what, there's, what I'm saying with this one is more like, you know, there's we're talking problems. So let's say, like, there's an issue going on and this dude is not treating you well or he is doing something to you that can be oh. dangerous versus this MFR is getting on my nerves. You he needs that what? coffee filter out again. I'm a killer. You know yeah, what? because I've had somebody bold-faced lie to me about being down the street and they was really in Vegas. I wasn't telling nobody worst, that. Cause people shit, in the worst situations be the ones that, uh, don't keep it secretive. Like you're, you're like I really wouldn't tell anybody this if I if I were you. Well, I didn't. Oh, there's plenty. Yeah, there's stuff I'll definitely. Like, I, and, and I've been in a string of relationships, but I keep I it to myself. I'm like embarrassed for myself because I'm like I can't tell my friends this. They right. That's what I'm what saying. What are you doing? But then people in the most dysfunctional relationships are like telling you everything left everything. and right. But okay, I see what you're saying. I'm but they don't think they're. They might be being realistic. They're not. They're yeah. not ashamed of it. It's a difference from you having problems and you telling people. You just being real, okay? But you're not ashamed. Like yeah. it's a difference. If you ashamed, yeah. you know, you know and something. Ashamed up. about it. Then if you ain't telling nobody, because let me tell y'all. Yeah. Kid, I don't know if I ever told Candy. I think I did. I'm, yeah, you told me some stuff. But I was like, years oh. later, years later, I finally told everybody all the shit, and oh, they were did. like, "Bitch, what?" <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. What? And I'm like, I couldn't tell y'all. Cause I remember you that you're like, I couldn't what? tell y'all. Because if I told y'all, y'all would have been like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, I could not tell y'all. I mean, when mm-hmm. I tell you, I had stories for days. Days? Like, jaw dropping. And I was just like, yeah. And they're like, what? What? And I'm like, yeah, I couldn't mm-hmm. tell y'all. At this point, I was done, done. And so I was like, oh, let me just tell you guys everything. And they just like, right. were like, what the hell? Because I was too ashamed. Hell, it was hard to tell them that even when I was like done. done but done. I actually did it as a, um, I did it to keep myself from going back. Because I'm like, I damn sure ain't going right. back. That's a this smart person right. With my friends being like, and no see, one, look at what yeah, happened. It was definitely a settling relationship. And you weren't yeah. being realistic. And then Maybe. it put you into that space of being realistic when you came off of that, you know, what made you feel shameful. And, and if secretive. you're secretive or ashamed, then that means you know something's off. Oh, I, and been, you need to, I knew yeah. it from, I didn't even tell my, like, my parents. Was the pen that good to keep it around? I mean. That's whatever. what I want to know. Parents, if my parents knew, like, if you said his it name, must not like, who is that? I've never heard oh, of him. They have no clue. I think you're smoking uh, and that's it. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, it was bad, bad. Like, it was, I knew from the beginning that I was settling Mm-hmm. And yeah, and so I kind of said, okay, I'll just kind of have can fun. Be in a bad place where we don't care. We genuinely yeah. like we know it's wrong. We know we shouldn't be in this place. Okay, but well, if I didn't care, care, I would tell my parents. 
Huh? You know what I'm saying? Nah, you like, still know that your parents are looking at you and yeah, seeing you a like, certain no, way. You're still I'm, presenting that. I yeah, know. I'm just uh, saying, like, you don't care that you're doing it to yourself. Like, you're just like, whatever. I'm oh, not going to oh, No, yeah. I definitely didn't care. But, honey, when I started no, caring, I, I had to lay it out on the table so that my friends could hold me accountable. Yeah, I mean, I didn't ever try to go back, but I was like, yo, I'm going to tell everybody everything so they can be like, oh, shake me. If you ever hear me mention his name again, shake the fuck again. Yeah, and I'd be like, say what now, who? No. Mm -mm. (laughs) I think another one, another good example if you're being realistic, of being realistic is if you're factoring each other into your goals and aspirations, but you might be settling if you have to choose between the relationship and your dreams. There's nothing wrong with factoring each other into your life choices as long as it's being done on both sides. But if you have yeah. to have an ultimatum, it's either me or this. Like Jennifer's example, like she's going to be in North Carolina, particularly around the triad area, like that's that's it. So if you're yeah, not cool with it, that man. or if you're not cool with taking a job in another state and just living in, living by state, then you gotta yeah, don't you come over it's here. It's not gonna work. Yeah, right. it's just not and gonna work. And it's like you come, uh, you come to me and say you're gonna be a rapper. No, you oh, need to no. go somewhere else. I'm just no. saying I'm yeah, not supporting. You would true. have to choose between your dream yeah. and me, and that would be settling because you want to be a rapper. Yeah. But I'm not yeah. about to support That's that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this, I feel like this topic is interesting. And actually, um, moment of transparency, Chris and I were like talking about this so basically um the disclaimer here is don't make marital decisions without a marriage like that's the full disclaimer when chris and i what do you mean so like i'll give you an example we (laughs) were dating we have been dating we have been dating well you'll you'll see i'm gonna give the example so we have been dating i don't even know how long maybe a year and some change we were we were serious though and um he got a job in missouri and so he moved, and I, I mean, obviously, you know, the distance was tough, but we had a lot of conversations about next steps for us. We had already been talking about marriage before the move, um, and then we were continuing the conversation. I did move to Missouri, but only because I got a great job that paid well in my field. So if I... I moved out there on the strength that if we break up the minute my plane lands, if we break up before my first day on the job, I will be good because mm-hmm. even though I'm in a new area and I don't know as many people, I will, one, find a Delta chapter, figure it out, and two, I'm making enough money to support myself um, and get me through whatever I need to get through until I find another position. So that being said, I've seen a lot of people do it the wrong way. They go follow behind somebody and they never get married. So you need to make sure you're on the same page about the future of the relationship and a general timeline. I cannot stand it when people say, I gave him a year. I'm giving him six months. Uh, That's a red flag. Y'all are probably going to have serious marital issues or not make it just to be. They want to get married after a year? No, no, like I'm, give him a year no I'm saying if you give him a, an ultimatum, yeah, like if you're like, I'm like giving they him could have already been together for five years or something. Yeah, um, like just have a general timeline so that you're all on the same page and just go with the flow. Like, 
So anyway, but he took that job because it aligned with his goals of being in development and moving up the ranks. I took that job because of my goals of being in public relations um, and health communication. But so, let's say, hypothetically speaking, your job, let's say you got this dream job, whatever it would be, aligned with your goals and aspirations, and it wasn't in Missouri. It was in, like, Texas. Would you have gone? So, yeah, it was interesting because at that time I was working at Duke University, and I was actually looking for a position in PR, and I was having a tough time applying around North Carolina because I was either overqualified for certain positions or underqualified for positions where my peers were. So I was actually looking in Atlanta, D.C., uh, Austin, Dallas, Missouri. I was looking quite Mm -hmm. a few places. It just so happened that um, I got that opportunity in Missouri. y'all meant to be together (laughs) yeah but but i mean just to take your hypothetical and reverse it or like the result of it reverse it had i taken it then we would have just had to do the distance thing to me if you're meant to be together you're going to make it work like we are way too Mm -hmm. old chris and i were like 29 or so at the time that is way too old to be out cheating because somebody's not up under you 24 7 why do you mean cheat i meant like seth like if y'all say okay we are we can't get in the same location so we'll break up or something oh no 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 the reason I brought up cheating is because some people feel like I have to go where they are so that they don't cheat or oh, you no. know like the infidelity <laughs> thing. So, but one of my best relationships is long distance. Well, yeah, I, like, I, I like distance. I've I always do. had long distance. Chris was actually one of few relationships that I had in the same city. It was totally weird. I just had like this obsession with long distance relationships. But you know, had I gotten something in Dallas, we would have just made it work. And even now in our marriage, we are not opposed, unpopular opinion, we are not opposed to living in two different states. Oh, okay, that's work. weird. That's weird. Yeah, Why is it weird? <laughs> that's weird. Marriage she person. has a different picture of marriage than you do. That's why. I, I, I agree. I mean, that's cool for that's her. It. I thought that was weird. Yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I mean, I could do it's it. It's not I need for a break. everybody. It's not for oh, everybody. Wait, you got, well, it is a little different because you guys don't have kids. And so, honestly, it's not much different from just a regular long-distance relationship if you right. weren't married. So I get it. I mean, you. I know you guys wouldn't do that, like, for the remainder of your lives, but I get it. Right. It would be, for, but, well, it would definitely have to be reason, for the right, right opportunity. Like, where I'm, I'm not just going to take some mid-level job and, like, just, no, that doesn't I, work. Um, tell people up front I can't move you know if I if I meet somebody who doesn't live which I have not met anybody who lives in Greensboro period so yeah I just tell people if they don't have they don't have to live far um but I'll go and tell them like I can't move I can move out of Greensboro but I have to be in driving distance so I mean you know I can't go but so far and um I tell people that in the beginning and um the sucky part is that some people think that they you're like they're open to it, but I don't think realistically they are, and that kind of pushes me away because I mean I can't do anything about it. Some I people, think one thing that even gets me hung up in it when I ha- like I think from the other side it's like, well, would I move up here dating this person, not even knowing where it's going to go? You know, mm-hmm. so to me it's sometimes hard to put those like attachments in there and kind of get these thoughts of like, oh, this could be something. It's like. I don't even know if I would move. Like, would I move? What would be the factors that would push me to come down here or, or do something like that, you know? Well, I, I mean, you like have to look at your goals. Like, like, that's what yeah. I did. I was like, is I want to be in public relations. I want a full-time job in public relations. I was not doing it at that time outside of my the agency that I own. And, like, you just have to consider that. Like, and 
you have to be honest. People do not. People want to have it. this fake conversation up front and stunt like they're comfortable with something. They're yeah, not. I would mm-hmm. like there. Mm-hmm. How the fuck you? Yeah, would. like well, so. Real talk. I when Chris and I were dating, I knew that he was on the development track. What he wasn't sure whether he wanted to do institutional advancement or athletic advancement. But I knew either way, it would mean that we are moving multiple times, and it may include to cities that are. Not pretty. Jefferson City, Missouri, not oh, ain't not there. favorable. Clarion, Pennsylvania, not favorable. But I knew going into it, and we had this conversation before that that was his career trajectory, and so I had to be creative. And th- so, for example, we moved to Clarion. I did not have a job. His job was secure. I did not. But we one looked at the offer to make sure that he could like hold down our household if i found nothing and never brought in another dollar for as long as we were there and two i got creative i have my own pr agency so i was like all right i'm going to build out my client base that is not my goal i do not want to own i'm not one of those people that's like oh i'm an entrepreneur and that's what i want to do forever no i want to have my business on the side as an additional stream of income but i had to be honest about that up front and i had to know like so you have to be creative if you're going to go into that space. I know friends who have two, three kids. They husband done been to school two, three times, and they're sitting <laughs> back waiting to go to school. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm like, I could never be you. Like, that sucks. <laughs> because yeah, and it's so funny because guys, I tell people that I'm not moving. They're like, yes, you will. Like, like I can move with them. I'm like, let me tell oh, you. No. I, right. I have a law license, and I'm not taking nobody oh, else's right. bar exam, and I have a whole right. business here. Like, no, I am not right. moving. It's not like right. I'm just working at the firm. It's like not like I'm, like, in love with the idea that I can't move. Exactly. I, you know, but I can't. So yes. it, is, it is. And you're right. honest about it. And then there are people who – are like, oh, I just want to be a housewife and raise kids and blah, blah, blah. Then they get into that life and they don't want to do that anymore. But guess what? You came into the marriage or whatever, you know. Yeah, but it's a good job because I thought I wanted to do a physical therapy thing, and then I got into it, and it's like, oh, crap, I don't want to do this, and now I'm in insurance. So, I mean, uh, even for me, I can sit here and say, ooh, I may want to be a stay-at-home mom, but I've never been around them kids before. Like, I've changed maybe (laughs) one or two diapers. And so then it's like, to me, I get into it, and it's like, I I wholeheartedly thought I wanted to do this, but now I'm here. I'm like, oh, crap. Same thing with me with college, though. Prime example. It's a hot topics kind of example. Jeannie Mai from The Real, um, she was married to Freddie. And before they got married, they both uh, did, they didn't want kids. Like they had agreed, like she didn't want kids, he didn't want kids. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. They got married. They'd been married for a minute. Um, and then he decided he wanted to have kids. And she was like, all right, I don't want to have kids. And they ended up getting divorced. And he's, like, with somebody else now, and and she's pregnant, actually, the the new girl. Yeah, that's crazy to me. How do you just go for a Because 10 years, things change. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like some people have a thing. You know, like that? No, but I I mean, no, I don't. But I think that there's a lot of people, I mean, I think there's a majority of people that know where they stand when it comes to kids. They're like, I want them, I don't want them. But there's people that can go in between, you know what I'm saying? And then there's some people that just make a decision like, nah, I don't think that's the best choice, I'm not going to do this. But then time happens and your life yeah. changes. And then let's say, what if they, he lost someone special to him or he saw his, you know, friend lose a child he's like, I really want a legacy, I really want a kid. Like, life-altering events can change I how you look at things. I see that. And I actually commend them 
for getting a divorce. Yeah, Absolutely. Because if that's what she had, and I love you enough, I'm going to let people, you go live your dream. A huge. lot of people were coming at her and talking about she was selfish because no, she, wasn't. she wouldn't have really? a baby. She yeah, was sacrificing her dream for him. When he decided that he wouldn't have a baby, she was like, no. And they said that's selfish. You don't no. deserve him. Like They oh were like bashing God. her. And I'm like, no, it's not. They actually did the right thing. That's which bigger was, love. Let's get that's divorced. Okay. And yeah. you go have your, and he did that. He literally, I mean, within months of them divorcing, he had a whole nother chick pregnant and yeah. he's having his baby and she is, you know, out here dating young Jeezy or somebody. I don't I know. I feel like, I, I, I mean, we may never know, but I would be curious to know if he went into the marriage, like not being honest. Like I would be curious to know the percentage of people who genuinely have that change and the percentage of people settling. who settle. Yes. They're settling and, and they're telling you what you know you want to hear. Mm -hmm. Another prime example yeah. is a lot of men uh, literally would think that women do want to have kids versus the opposite. So maybe like I was telling you earlier about my friend who's dating someone who has a kid and she doesn't know if he wants kids because she hasn't asked him. What if he, in his mind he's thinking uh, she probably wants kids? Yeah, I have. I, I want other kids just because he's trying to get in her drawers. You know what I mean? Like you never yeah, know. Like, you don't. People you are. Don't. I feel like with kids, a lot of people are probably saying you know the the truth but there's so many other things that people don't tell the truth about like yeah. you know, right. where you want to live what you want to do with your life um you know that kind of thing how you would raise your kids yeah um, your credit score i mean all of that people right. aren't out yeah. here telling the truth about that stuff and that can still you know like That's true. Credit is a deal breaker. I guess because people are just over here settling just to be in some sort of relationship or have some yep. type of, you know, exactly. companionship yeah. or whatever, but then it just leads you in this vicious cycle that keeps going. Yeah. Right. No. That's why your girl's single. Not doing all that. Not settling. Because imagine how many conversations you've had with someone and you're thinking when they're talking about themselves and you're thinking, I ain't here for that. But you don't tell them that. You don't tell them, yeah. Because you're scared they're going to run away or or, or you like think you they'll or, or you think you'll change them like oh they say them. that now but i'll change oh, right them right exactly i hope we all know better than that now but i feel you casey but i hope we know better mm -hmm. now okay we right. are in our 30s now right. we got to know better lord i think this will be the best last ending topic because it's just going to be hilarious i want to know how many of us have done this okay oh lord so, i'm not ready oh no okay so you're being realistic if you put some effort into your sex sex life and you're oh. settling if you've given up on receiving an orgasm or a mind blowing O. Now how many of us what? have been in a situation? Like if you <laughs> wait, if you've given up, like if if we personally have If you know this dude is not bringing it, but he has oh, everything else. He's okay. your Prince Charming. He has all this, guy. but he is not going to get you there. So uh, but are you okay. you're settling for that? Because you say you marry him. Okay. You can live with bad sex forever, like no well, orgasm. You know from him. me, I'm an emotional connection person. I agree. You're you got to put effort. I'm not saying you don't put the effort in. That's so down on my list that for me it would never be set. I mean, it would have to be something very egregious, very egregious for me <laughs> to say that it's settling. Micro penis, like like I no effort at all. <laughs> Micro penis or long Google nipples. Google wait. I don't like, know. I no saw something on Instagram today. The dude's nipples were like an inch and a half. I'm like, why are your nipples so long? So, like, Everybody what if he had that in a micro And Google image micro penis. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, and, and see, I feel then it's going to push up on your list. Mm -hmm. My thing is, what if he even <laughs> has the equipment? Casey, you just saw it. <laughs> 
You can't appreciate it unless you Google image it. Like, I'm just <laughs> It's so oh tiny. Gosh. It's, like, unrealistic. It's I mean, so it's like, tiny. Like, that's what I'm saying. That would be settling, but... It'd have to be really egregious for that. Because but my I'm thing just, is, why am I engaging in this act with you? And I cannot get that satisfaction from it. Like, it brings me a certain level that might help but me to Candace, connect with you or what something. What if that was Or feel 20%. more free with you. Yeah, I, that's at that's my 20%. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Me, it could okay, be let 20. me be clear. Let me be clear. If there's zero effort at all, like if there's just no passion, I'm not going to be with someone anyway. But Chemistry. if there's at least some effort, I mean, I don't know. I'm, but I'm not a hypersexual person. No, nah, yeah. no. Nah, if you ain't bringing that sucker, no, don't. I'm sorry. If you're in the twenty, like, I, I, and that, and I've been. So in is that, that a non-negotiable? Uh, has, yeah, because I tried. I really did, and I was okay. like, you have A, B, C, D, E, but my God, and see, the thing was, in my head, I'm thinking about, I have a need that needs to be fed, but I can't go and step out because I'm too damn old now, so, so then I'm having this internal conflict with myself of like, I know, I mean, I'm keeping it real for the people out there, like, I'm not that emotional person, I'm not that one that's able to easily communicate with you and have these conversations, that makes me feel weird, but actually, that's my freedom. Candace says, if you toothless and ain't got a job and don't know how to communicate, but you can hold it down in the bedroom, you good with me. No, you got to have your front teeth. If one in the back is gone, okay, but you got to have your front teeth. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, you're not. Not the way you're talking your about Your DM's me. about to be out of control. <laughs> No. So that obviously but, is in your yeah, that's in, your, that's in my eighty. No, you still have to have a job. Yeah. You still have to be able to take care of yourself. Because why have the good pain if you don't have a house to do it in? Like that makes no sense to me. So you know, <laughs> but like if you just would never get me there, oh my god, like I would. Oh, that'd be horrible. It would be horrible. Well, I couldn't just oh be doing God. this act knowing you ain't never gonna get me there. This is supposed to be the rest of my life. Like you got my eighty, but no. Mm-mm. It would suck, but I don't know that it would deal breaker. It's a it, it's a deal breaker. Like I said, yeah. if I'm contemplating and I'm telling myself you can't cheat because you know you can't, like you're you you said you're going to do this with somebody and be committed. Like if that starts going in my head, I had to let it go. Well, okay. What about we kind of said this way way in the beginning? Bringing to the table. Can you ask someone to bring something to the table that you can't bring? Like in the financial area, like anything that makes six figures, but you only make five or something like that. Yeah, that or I got kids, but I don't want to date nobody who has kids. Like I think that's fair. But what if he got five kids? If he got two, that's seven. Come on. No, I think I don't know. I think I don't know. I I think that's fair though. Like if you, I don't know. Well, I see what you're saying because it's like, how can you? the audacity you're not open to it i'm saying there are people out here that's like i they have a kid or couple and they're like i i i have dated men with kids that tell me i've dated a few men who have a kid or kids and who have told me they will not date women who have kids and i'm like the hell like mm-hmm. you have a kid yourself. Like, is it because maybe the woman normally has a child all the time, and so because he doesn't yes, have the type of relationship, sometimes. he doesn't want that. Uh, okay. So I mean, you, I mean, and then you got somebody else's kid. Up. You're not even my girl. Like, eh. that's still I see up, both though. sides. I see both I sides. It. Yeah, it's like it's like the audacity when you have a kid. But then I see the flip side of because he's like, I don't really have my kids like that. I want somebody that can right, come and go if they please. 
Yeah. Well, what about I think you, I think you got to look at your life and realize what works for you. And for him, that works, you know? Maybe nah, he wants somebody and, that wants to be a stepmama. Now, income, nah. You can't be like, I want a man with six figures and you only make five. I mean, you can definitely say that, but I don't think it's fair. It isn't? <laughs> I, no. Like, it, <laughs> it's... It you how can you say that? Like what are you doing? Well, I don't say that. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. <laughs> not you. I'm just saying between, in my like, hopes and dreams if he made six I mean, and I'm rocking yeah. five, I mean it is what it is. It's one thing to be like it's one thing if you're making eighty to a hundred or seventy five mm-hmm. up and you're like, Yeah, I want a guy that's making a hundred plus. Okay, because you're close. You're in a reason. You're you talking thirty seven five. Yeah, thirty seven thousand dollars. There's also a difference between, like you said, Candace, hoping and dreaming it and literally being like, oh, I'm not going to talk to this guy because he yeah. doesn't make this right. amount of money right. while you don't make that either. Right. So that's a different – that's what I'm saying. It's like the people who have these checklists, but they don't bring to the table. Like, prime example, you want a guy who work out and he keeps himself in shape, but you don't. <laughs> but you don't get to Oh, them. yeah. No, you can't Or, like, that. he needs to drive a Benz, but you got that straight, like, you know, whatever <laughs> – Nissan, Honda, whatever, you know, normal car, nothing wrong. But, like, right. why do you really want a Bentley, boo-boo, when you yeah, can change in the Honda? Guys have the same list, too. I mean, not, I mean, not the same, but they have a list, I feel too. like they want a lot of big booties. What about dudes that like, want a I big butt date. and they don't have one? Can they do or that? Or they be like, I don't want to date a girl <laughs> that has fake hair or something crazy. And I'm like, you don't even know half the time. Like, you can't even tell. But anyways. Okay. Well, well I think we're at that time. Yeah, that time to share what's on each of our three minds. So what's on my mind is, for all our listeners, don't forget that your standards, I guess, is the right word, are going to change with age. And that's okay. You're not, that does not necessarily mean that you're settling. Um, you're just going to have to take a really uh, – long look at what those standards are to make sure you weren't you aren't settling because I just you know I let all my standards go out the door thinking I was being you know 30 and I was not I was settling like hell so you've got to you know there's a fine line but it's okay to change your standards and it's changing your standards is not lowering your standards right you're just adapting yes okay I think for me, I just want to point out that there will be times where two people who are really goal-driven um, can't achieve their goals at the same time. And it can be extremely hard. And I'm speaking from pure experience. You definitely have to keep the conversation going. You have to be honest about your feelings. But you also have to be realistic. Like, there may be times where it's the other person that's shining and, like, excelling in their career and you're still trying to figure out how you navigate. And then a a little down the line, it may flip. But just be cognizant of how things are going because you don't want too much time to pass and you're not achieving any of your goals because you got to have a life, too. Don't get – I see too many moms – caught up in their husbands and kids' lives, and then they're, like, 50 trying to figure out who they are. And it's difficult. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Everybody's settled throughout their life, maybe small terms, big terms, but at the end of the day, just realize why you settle. Understand if it made sense for you at the time or, or in, in what do you want to do to change it. Keep what's important to you close to your heart. Let it guide you as you go through these different types of situations in relationships, in work life, you know, just throughout your life. And just, just realize 
when you're settling, remember the feelings that you had associated with it, and then sometimes that might mean just changing your realism and then what you see as your outlook for your life. Because um, I think we're all just in a place of just trying to be better and do better so we can all, you know, be better. Don't forget to subscribe, everybody, um, to our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Be sure to leave us a review and give us five stars. And definitely share your takeaways. Let us know some ways that you've settled and maybe some ways you've um, corrected it. And definitely put that on our Instagram and Facebook at Three Minds One Mike or use that good old hashtag Three Minds One Mike. Is there a settling song, Casey, you can put here? No. I don't think there is any. <laughs> what is a settling song? I don't know. Uh, I can play Jeezy's Never Settle. Okay. Oh,